op-ed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. Well, you know, today's going to be a little little funky-dunky. I, I was sleeping, trying to sleep last night, but things kept coming into my head. And that's the thing. Ideas. Ideas for games. There are several ways to do it. We've discussed several on this, on this podcast in the past. But there's something that happens to people, and I'm sure it happens to more than just me, where you get a writer's block type of thing. And I was watching a YouTube video about how to, you know, deal with that and such. So it gave me some ideas. That and trying to sleep last night, which I had, I was not really that successful with. But what I'm saying is, why do we hold ourselves back? Why do we restrict ourselves? I'm not saying we all restrict ourselves, but it is a kind of a occupational hazard of creative types like game designers and artists and writers and you know things like that why do we impose these unreasonable limitations on our creativity which sounds kind of funny for me because i'm all about artists taking away but tell you what i'll get into that after this Okay, what I mean is there is limitations and then there's limitations. What I'm saying is art is a taking away. You should, you should, I think you should restrict yourself to certain things just to see how well you can work within those parameters. In other words, how outside the box do you need to get? Let me elaborate. I feel you should come up, if you're doing something like trying to create an adventure or something like that, you should put some reasonable limitations. Okay, I want to do one based here or based on this monster or this situation or this city and maybe a sublimitation. Okay, I want it to take place with only halflings. I want to take place near near this swamp. I want that to be the cause of something. This monster here, I want it to be because of this reason or something like that or some kind of idea. Like, I want to do a tale about revenge in the city, whatever. Okay, those are reasonable limitations. Now, the unreasonable ones are the ones where you go, no, 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 I can't do that. Even though you come up with something that might work or maybe not work, but if with a little work, it might work. What I'm saying is, don't hamstring yourself. Try not to say no to yourself. Here's here's something. I used to carry around. This was you know this has been suggested by all, for all creative types. Carry around a notebook and write down ideas that you see during your day, during the day, or come up with something or something like that. And I guess the United time equivalent is keep a notepad by your bed, write down ideas, but. I used to do that. I used to have this little, little, one of those little tiny compact composition books that about fit into like a shirt pocket or a breast pocket or in a jacket or something like that. I used to carry around that. 
I filled maybe three pages with notes. It's not that I wasn't observant. I just didn't think of things because I would think of something and go, no, I can't do that. Don't say that to yourself. You don't, you don't go, no, I can't do that. Maybe you can't. Write it down anyway. So when I started writing it down anyway, that's when the ideas started to flow. I love taking disparate things and try and make them work together somehow. Because it usually comes up with something really, really neat and creative. So you shouldn't really... Next time you think about, oh, ducks. No, I don't want to do anything with ducks. Write it down. Something with ducks. Or, I don't know, cottage cheese. Something mundane. Write out, here's, here's, the, here's something, try this. Write down, whenever you write down something mundane, like a bicycle, find something more fantastic and write that down. Like, say, well, it's a cliche, but a dragon. A bicycle and a dragon. A dragon riding a bicycle. That sounds ridiculous, but you can work those two things in. That's what makes it special. That's what makes your mind start going. Your mind, let your mind go sideways. That's what I'm saying. Let it go sideways and say, whoa, what would happen to this? Remember, the two most powerful words in a creative mind are what if. Because that's the whole basis of it right there. What if. Here's another thing. Stream of consciousness thinking. Now, sometimes I can't help but do that. Uh, usually it's based around a song because I tend to be I tend to be vulnerable to earworms, if you know what I mean. And sometimes that happens that way. I used to, back, way back in my mid-20s to late 20s, I used to hang around with my friend called, named Don. And we used to do what I called stream of consciousness humor. We'd just start talking back and forth and bouncing from different subjects and just cracking ourselves up. I mean, yeah, that's 20s, 20s men humor and stuff like that. But... It got our minds to thinking. So next time you have a, you know, if you bounce from thought to thought to thought, and people do this all the time, and you should probably write some of this down or remember it, use it for an adventure, things like that. I remember an episode of the show Pinky and the Brain. I don't know if it was Pinky and the Brain or on Animaniacs, but one of the running gags was every time Brain explained something to Pinky, he said, do you understand what I, or something like, do you understand Pinky? You get what I mean? And he goes, I think so, Brain, but, you know, and something totally 180 or off the wall of something else. And it's like, what? <laughs> Were you listening to what I said or something like that? Well, one episode they took from they did an episode from Pinky's perspective, which is interesting because they did one of the his, the basic gag of Brain explaining his idea to conquer the world and stuff like that. And all of a sudden you hear Pinky's like inner voice saying, Brain is such a da-da-da-da-da. And he goes from one thought to another to another. And you're not he's not really paying attention to what he's saying. And then it comes back to, do you understand what I said, Pinky? And then he blurts out that weird th stuff he does all the time. But I like it because it shows his, his stream of consciousness thought processing. It may be silly, may be stupid, but it, it's a great example of how your mind works sometimes. You jump from thought A to maybe there's a tangential thing 
in thought A that you carry over to something different in thought B, which has some kind of tangential relationship, very slim relationship to thought C, etc., etc., etc. This is the meat and drink of creative people right here. Use it. Write it down. It's really good. So, I've spouted enough. I'm going to go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me or argue with me about this or anything like that, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you, Donathan Dorji, Wendell, Jessen, Oliver, Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soares, 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 sorry, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, and Daniel Reynolds. You guys are great, and don't forget about... Mark C. Walring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>